I guess it ain't your night. Sucking me in like a vacuum. I remember telling my family I'll be back soon. That was December 85 and Jay-Z rise 10 years later. Got me wise. Still can't break my underworld ties. I wear black a lot in the act. Mm -hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm Tamar. And I'm Aura. Welcome to Marginalia. Aura and I are back in the studio for the new spring 2017 semester. It's it's snowing outside. Yeah. I came out of class <laughs> and I, so I was in class for like an hour and I came out and it was just, I was just like, when did this happen? Exactly. I didn't plan for this snow. I didn't really know anything was going on with the weather. All I knew was that I've been feisty all day and in a mood, and maybe the weather had something to do with it. I don't know. So anyway. you've been feisty all day? I've been feisty all day, y'all. I've been feisty all year. <laughs> Not what? even all year. I mean, like, 2016, including. We haven't had an episode since the new year. So first of all, Happy New Year yes. for anyone who hasn't um, tuned in and and all that jazz. And, yeah, 2016 was a little bitch. And... <laughs> It was a year of growth for me. It it really was a year of growth. It was it was it was hard. It was painful, but I definitely you know, mm-hmm. I've grown, and you know now we're in twenty seventeenth, and tomorrow, twenty seventeen really begins tomorrow for me. January was a trial month. <laughs> I saw that online too. Yeah, January <laughs> and was I was just, like, you know, yes. January was you figuring out what kind of like fuck shit you were on. <laughs> From the beginning, like what kind of just, lies you the told remnants yourself. of twenty sixteen, exactly, and, like all know. the stuff you told yourself that you, you know, now you really get to start fresh February. Mm-hmm. There you go, and I'm excited. I'm excited. As much as I like, as much as school here and everything stresses me out when I'm in it, I feel so unproductive. Out like, well, this J term was really productive for the both of us because we had that digital media literacy training course but shout out to kate yeah <laughs> but it was just still like i don't know i like when when classes begin again because I, I feel more structured Me in too. a way so i like once i have my schedule down packed i can then figure out what other things mm-hmm. and when you know i'm gonna do them so it's cool. definitely this is definitely the most jam-packed semester that i've ever had and what's ironic is that I technically have the most free time if you look at my class schedule because I'm taking a special studies. I'm doing a special studies this semester. So I only have classes two days a week. So you would think I have a wide open schedule, but I'm also working an internship in addition to, you know, the stuff that extracurriculars like this podcast, like mm-hmm. my own work. Um, but there's so much that I want to do this summer, um, next year even, that I need to prepare for. So I really feel like I'm just... I'm diving um, straight into this already. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about this semester, but I'm, I feel like, I, I feel like this is the semester where I'm proving my, to myself again, like who I am in the sense that like, I came in feeling like fierce and fiery, like, Ooh, you know, I'm this fierce community college student from New York city. I can do anything. Look at me. I just left the city and chased my dreams. And then, all that sort of plummeted because dreams chasing us yeah or nightmares chasing, chasing us nightmares definitely started chasing me in the form of white people excuse me no um in the form <laughs> of i don't know i don't know culture shock and but now i'm really returning back to like my hustle yeah i don't know if you feel that way i i definitely do i'm like i'm getting out of here yeah you know because now i feel like my this is my fourth semester here so i've been here a year and a half already and especially mm-hmm. the first semester it was just like an introductory and and, and the quick 
sort of transition so I didn't have time to pay attention to really mm-hmm. much anything else but transitioning especially because I came with kids mm-hmm. then the year the following year which was 2016 that was like 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 you said it, it was mm-hmm. just a tough year like like I, I'm becoming a new person but then I'm also parts of me are stuck with the old you know person mm-hmm. that I was it was just complicated mm-hmm. but now this is my final year is this is my year of um building my strongest foundation for when I get out of here. That's how I feel. Yeah, so, like, now it's just like, all right, bitch, you got through it. <laughs> exactly. You got, you know, you good now. You, you can really, you know, you, you, what you, you about to get out of here, what you doing? Exactly. So What do you yeah. really want to do? This is a very resource-rich institution, mm-hmm. and you better fucking use it, because yeah. whether you use them or not, when you become someone, they're going to take credit. So exactly. you might as well. Thank you. Exactly. You, use them how you can. Get exactly. all the help, they all the were, assistance, they were, all the connections, everything. They're using everything. us now. Right, exactly. I so. am certainly a token piece on this goddamn campus. I love this place, so. though. I mean, I hate Northampton, just, but not even nothing mm-hmm. personal against it. It's just, I'm, I'm a new, you know, New yeah. York City. It's like, yeah. where's the variety? Where's, uh, you know, everything else? Where's but, the spices? <laughs> Where's the flavor? Seriously, you know, where's the 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 mandingos? Yeah. <laughs> but the anyway, mandi- I mean, I don't know if I'm struggling with that Bitch. though. But you know, that's not really my my issue. But I feel like, um, no. <laughs> Y'all have to see her playing with her hair, and, and if she had gum in her mouth right now, she would be twirling like- it around her finger. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, you Stupid. lucked up. But um, anyway. You know, I'm but I mean, how did I even get there? Oh yeah, but I but I love this place because you yeah. know Smith Smith itself, like the classes and the professors are like they're for people who love to learn. Yeah, and I'm like an information addict, and Same. so I like also I love that this place in that way, and also for mm-hmm. the person it has been turning me into. Like I'm a lot more confident. Like I, mm-hmm. you know. I came in here like, oh, you know, I'm going to be a nurse because, mm. you know, I can't really. What else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Now I was just like, money. I can fucking do anything. Exactly. So I do appreciate Smith for that. Exactly. But, um, yeah. Totally. No, on that note, I really def- I, I appreciate Smith for the resources and I think the people to put me in contact with. Like, I'm definitely going to walk away with relationships that I'm going to hold on to and connections that are going to change my life for mm-hmm. the rest of my life. Um, and I'm, I, you know, it's given me the opportunity to do things I would have, have been able to do back in New York City. Yeah, I remember um, you telling me you, mm-hmm. you know, you went back to school because you wanted to become an administrative mm-hmm. assistant. And now you're like, I Straight need up. an administrative assistant. Straight up, y'all. <laughs> I came here simply to be an admin assistant to just some rich executive. I was happy to just meet some Fortune 500 exec, be his admin assistant and, you know, just be cute. Mm-hmm. Now I need one. Now I need an admin because that's what Smith does to you. Mm-hmm. They tell you to be a boss. Right. Because so. why not? Yes. Why the fuck not? You know? <laughs> so, no, that's real. That's but real. yeah, you know, it, it's so bosses very have to make ambivalent. Boss plans. Yeah. yeah, like ambivalent feelings towards this place. Exactly. So, exactly. It's both. It's definitely a, a healthy combination of both. And there's a lot of reason to be ambivalent about being here, too, especially when you're a woman of color and you're not mm-hmm. just like accustomed to the sea of white and the sea of white culture here. So it's real. But um, yeah. So yeah. but here's to a very productive um, new semester. Or and I were actually talking about our position as historians, co-historians on the Ada cabinet board. <laughs> um, one in which we can be completely honest about we are not that great at yeah, <laughs> the well, politics. I, yeah, no, right. Yeah, the po- yes, no. Um, 
I personally can say, y'all, I am not particularly good at formalities. I really detest them. I don't like following the rules. So it's hard for me to be the type of person who can keep to like this regiment. And I've been like really bad about uh, missing a few meetings. I've been really good about following through on the things that we've planned to do. And I, I will continue to carry out my role mm-hmm. of as Cole historian um, to the best of my ability. And <laughs> no, and like, so, this is, you know, it's new for so, us. It's, it's a, yes, it's new. Yeah. It's a, that's what I was telling myself. We're figuring that out here. as I go. So it's all good. Like, was, I don't feel exactly. bad about anything. And I don't I, feel bad. I don't feel bad about missing meetings either. Sorry. Not sorry. And you shouldn't feel bad about missing meetings because people have lives. And honestly, like, I think a part of the learning here when you join these sort of like student government boards is like how to be a part of these things and how to like be a member of these things because you're coming to the table with people from all different kind of personalities and backgrounds who, you know, I was thinking on my way here, I thought I have respect for people who respect those type of like structures. structures Yeah, I respect people who respect it. I don't respect people who join these type of things just to sort of like flex power and be in a position that's highly visible for what basically any attention it brings to them. So there's always like this tension because some people do it for, I think, you know, for the purpose of being able to enact change. Some people do it because it's an opportunity for them to be powerful or to feel like a, a powerful person and that's just those are roles that I'm just not interested in I like to do things always and I think that's you know my thing is as long as I'm producing the work every every, the structures that you set in place or the rules you choose to follow they like I don't have to do that yeah you know so but it's all right though because we're gonna really 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 get on our job yeah i told you like well, we've we, been on our we've job. been on our job i'm not saying that we've i'm saying we're really job. gonna like <laughs> yeah and just to give it context y'all we're talking yeah that's about, right exactly we're talking about like attendance to like meetings for like board meetings i don't know if anyone here has ever been on like a student board or like any kind of govern governing board but essentially like you come to these things and everyone has to sort of like give their opinion on like an initiative right that the board is taking up so often things just don't get covered because you only have a very short amount of time and it can get it can get pretty exhausting and it can get frustrating if you're the type of person who just kind of wants to like get something done go over what needs to and be done right. and move move on so within the agenda yeah. like i feel like yeah. our hit the agenda move on yeah and and, yeah. and our roles or responsibilities quote unquote whatever are of least priority, really. Right. So often, right. as you say, we, we you right. know we don't have the time to even get to, to our even get to it stuff because it, exactly. we don't really have to get to it exactly. though. Because so that's why it's just like yeah. I feel like I don't need to prioritize this meeting because exactly. what we need to do isn't even really a well. In a sense, it's not even, and it's not that it's personal, but it's yeah, no, not that are prioritized in the sense that we like, have an hour and other things exactly. are more important. That's more all. Important. And I don't take it personal. It's right. cool, like right. you know. So yeah, and and just to and just to follow that up, it's like. Yeah, things are hit because things run over time and that's the nature of those kind of meetings and that's the nature of the kind of meeting where everyone gets a voice because it's like, it's diplomatic. And I just am not great in those kind of structures Mm because I'm an impatient person. I don't like to sit and listen to things that don't pertain to my interest. But that's the nature of a board. You need to should be interested. Should we make the mug pink? Yeah, or blue? Exactly. I don't know. We should vote. Yeah, let's vote 
on the towel. I love you. I love my Ada. There's no, no, no shade. No shade. No it's shots. just who we are. Yeah. It's personality. So, <laughs> but so then being that type of person and then being the person who like is forgetful as I am, not intentionally, and would miss a meeting, you look bad, right? Yeah. You're that person who is like disinterested in that kind of structure and then you've missed meetings, you look bad. But... Thankfully, I'm also the type of person who actually follows through, and so is Aura, and we get done what we need to get yeah. done. And so, that's what I mean as far as, yeah. like, when I said, um, what did I just say? Like, uh, something about our work. I meant, like, yeah. we're, like our work will really speak we'll for itself. And it does. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. And it so, does. Mm-hmm. It does. But attendance does, too. That's how I feel so about the entire work yeah. structure, period, in America. Like, ultimately, like, nine to fives and shit. Ultimately. It's just, like, if, you know, if, yeah. if if I'm doing what I have to do, why do I have to sit here at this desk from yeah. nine to five? Well, that's why Aura is a, going to be a, an entrepreneur <laughs> and a boss. Because as we've un- learned the hard way um, throughout our lives, I'm sure, there are people watching who want you to stay on task and follow the rules and take up the formalities and they and they count that as a part of your how do I say it your work ethic right yeah all for a pat on your head all for the pat on the back right Mm -hmm. so you can't just produce the good work you also need the person who shows up on time and there's some respect I get it because I think for some people they see that as a respect to the role for the role and the general body and I think I honor that but my point here is I'm just gonna make this point before I I don't want to beat the, the the horse too dead, but or beat the dead horse too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to beat the, the horse dead or beat mm-hmm. the dead horse. But I think what's interpreted as a lack of respect is actually actual respect because I do respect the work that, that can be accomplished and I don't want to sit there and listen to things that mm-hmm. don't pertain to actually getting things done in action. But... You know, ch- yeah. I'm chilling my ego. And, and, you know, and it's like, like well, for me personally, and I'm sure for you too, mm-hmm. like, I don't, it's not even just the whole meeting thing. Like, I, like I'm taking a class this semester, and, and today was my first class, and I can already tell it's, it's one of those professors who mm. read off the PowerPoint to mm. you. Like, all he does is read. Like, I don't need to be here for this. Right. I can do that, and especially if I have access right. to the PowerPoints and right. Moodle, why is my attendance required? Right. It's people so it, who it's aren't cognizant of, like, the fact that, like, I brought my body here. My body could be anywhere. This is my valuable and I'm, time. And I'm already stressed, and this is valuable yeah. time. So be thoughtful about, basically, if you aren't filling this space and with something useful, if you're not, if, when you're speaking, if it's not adding to it, and if it's really just an, an opportunity for you to hear yourself and be listened to, really question, like, think about it. Because it's frustrating for someone like me who is not the type of person who just wants to, like, you know, I have, I like podcasting because I like, to talk and it's my place where I can talk, right? Mm-hmm. This is where I get to ramble and do what the fuck I want to do. But in a place like that where people have an agenda that they want to hit all the points on, I don't think that's the form for that. Yet in politics, that's exactly yeah what the kind of person it attracts. So, Speaking of politics. Politics. <laughs> great segue. <laughs> we need a zinger for that one. <laughs> we should put a zinger. <laughs> if I can find a zinger, I'm going to put a zinger there. Um... Yeah, how do you feel Hi. about what's been going on? You first. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do I feel about the orange man? Um, here are my thoughts on orange man. Orange man's a Gemini. Y'all know I fucks with astrology hard. Um, the vice president, Pence, is a Gemini. Mm. Um, here's the thing about Geminis. Um, 
You're about to get a whole nother perspective no one even considered. Exactly. <laughs> Indeed, they can be horrific people, right? Because they are off, often vacillating personalities. They can be standing for one thing and then seemingly stand for the complete opposite thing the next day. But I think, at least because of how I've studied astrology and what I understand of the archetype of a Gemini, Geminis often reflect the society around them. And they reflect the worst of it and the best of it. I think a single Gemini will often show you both within their lifetime. And I think Kanye is a perfect example of that. People often will reference like his early career and be like, I need the old Kanye. Mm -hmm. I need Kanye is still the old Kanye. Like if you listen to his music, he will often like reference some of like his old sentiments. But within that, he's also referencing some of like the most awful, like more like neo-liberal capitalist shit that is more disturbing, right? So I see that, like, t- I, that makes me think of Trump. Like, I think Trump is, like, a perfect representation of someone who can, like, rub elbows with you at a party, right? And you don't think, you think he's he's harmless, right? You think he's, he's cool, but his general principles really are just, like, completely in, insidious and evil. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's America. To me, like, he just represents... America. Where we've been. All our, along. our core values are Trump. America's core values to me are Trump. And I can't even say that he's that far from me in the sense <laughs> that, like, you know, I'm here and at any time I can be given an opportunity that distances me from my community and makes me feel suddenly that, like, my the most important thing is for me to, to pursue, like, my money. You know what's right? oh my god, tomorrow. You know it, what? this is the second time today you've said something that like resonate. I was talking what? to someone the other day about like I've been feeling that way, but I like I felt sort of guilty because now mm. we're you know we're in this sort of like circle of elite people, and mm. and so now like you like I just been feeling like you know what? Well, fuck it. I just gotta save myself, and mm. I just gotta you know leave mm-hmm. the hood. And then I was talking to someone. I was actually talking to a friend who mm-hmm. in prison, and I was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, because you know when I get out of here, like I love my friends and everything, but it, it looks like I have to move on from a lot mm-hmm. of them, and just and then and I still feel that way and to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. then I was just on some like, yeah, I just gotta be around better and bigger people. Right. And he yeah. was just like, look, you changing already? Right. You don't even notice it. Yeah. And then I have another friend, and then they were just like, that's the problem with us when we we strive to get out the hood and it's mm. just like yeah you know I understand when if it's dangerous and, and you need to put yourself in better positions but what about coming back to the hood and, and, and giving back or and helping you know so mm-hmm. I, I, like I, I was I, like I'm, I still am in that space where right. it's just like Right, like it's hard because you, you, you follow, like you said, your opportunities, especially when we are not, they arise. Need and, them mm-hmm. more money, more problems, but with and those problems are often problems that you you'd prefer yeah. in some sense mm-hmm. than the ones you've had before. Right, but I think the reality is, and it's the one that often people forget once you've gotten a little money and you've gotten a little shiny and you a little glittery. Right, is that at any time, at any at any moment, you can lose that. And it's mm-hmm. what you're going to fall back upon are those same communities that you shit upon. Yeah. And if we've learned anything from history, especially if we're all claiming that this is referencing Nazi Germany and this is turning into a fascist regime, is that it's those same communities, those underground communities that are going to be like the the lifeline to yeah. our survival when those times come. You need those underground communities and you need like those networks of like whatever they, they're they're, they've been criminalized, but you need these vigilante communities yeah. to survive yeah. because those are going to be the people who know how to fucking navigate the police. We have force. been. They have fucking... been. They've been the ones, <laughs> like, you know, uh, 
evading the police forces. That's why you ever you saw that other um, thing online. They were just like, oh, America was um, what they what is that? America was great until Trump started treating everyone like black people. Like black people. Because like, black people are just like, right, we've well, been do- we've been, been doing this, and <laughs> yeah. people in the hood have also been surviving through this. So like, mm-hmm. there is no like need. In some ways, I'm not scared because I'm like, we've been through this before, and history has shown us that we can survive it. On the I, other hand, I'm scared for those who don't realize that, like, survival will not come. Like, I think my fear comes from those who have some lever, who have some power to leverage, who who have some politics that might align with mine, who hold on to still some classist ideas about the poor, and I feel like they're the ones who are going to be, like, I'm more mm-hmm. scared of them. And the danger that they're putting my community in than the rich racist yeah. people. Like I already right. know what they're about. Right, right. But I'm like, what y'all are doing is not embracing us. You're not embracing like those people because I can't even say us in because I'm still distanced, right, from from my own community, and that's still like I'm still distanced from the from that community. My bad. I know <laughs> y'all are hearing my my tea <laughs> shaking. But um, yeah, people, liberals scare me. Liberals really scare me. Even black liberals scare me. Um, black liberals who spew some of the most progressive politics scare me. Um, um, because often they're the educated ones in my circle. They're the ones who have a little bit of coin. They they, they pump that personal responsibility personal shit. Responsibility like, we shit. don't live in a world that is yes. systemically built to Or if they do, a, you know, they're, they're just like, just... They say it, but then I feel like... They say it, but then they're enamored by capitalism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not enamored by capitalism. Like, my experience don't allow me to be enamored by it because I've had money and lost it. I've had and lost so many times in my life that I know how easy it is at any moment to lose you, it. Yeah, you know what that what losing, it feels, what losing like. feels and like. I, in and I also know what it feels like to have it and, yeah. and for it to do really nothing for me spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I know what it feels like to have money. That's you on a whole other realm, though. A lot of people, that's... It's I've had a to, weird yeah. life in that I've had it and I know what it feels like to have it and feel sick and ha- and be sick and get sicker, both spiritually and physically and psychologically. So, like, money has never done anything for me other than materially. It, it it's, it's always, it buys you some time, and it, also, it always buys you a little bit of more resources. But I've never seen it ha- have a positive impact on my life um, in the spiritual sense. So, right. people who are in love with it and, and in love with being in close proximity to it concern me and to me though they're in danger because i think access into the communities in terms of like sabotaging our communities like our hood like i i'm protective of the hood in the sense that the hood is going to be where like organizing is going to happen and is and is where like i feel like resistance is going to happen so i'm afraid of those who have some access to it because any hit if we look at history that's where that's where the CIA goes to. They're gonna go to you. Right. They're gonna go to you who has a cousin who has access to this org because you know, and they can put the pressure on you. You have more to lose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that you can go and snitch and you can go and and we know that you look at FBI files. We know who was snitching back in the day. Yeah. Walking next to Dr. King. Walking next to 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 Malcolm. Yeah. So those are the people that concern me. I just found out Gloria Steinem was snitching with for um with on. 
for the CIA. Oh, really? She, yeah. Isn't she supposed to be here in, yeah. within the next couple of weeks or something? And like it sort that? of like blows over. People don't even talk about it. I haven't done a lot of the research, but I'm like, yeah. Gloria Steinem was snitching for the CIA, and Smith is just dances around that. Right. Like it's nothing. Well, of course. They're, they're like one of her golden Golden children. girls. That's a <laughs> yeah. perfect example yeah. of like this liberal. Of course, she's a white liberal, so it seems less surprising, but like, no, it's like yeah. not that, you know, it's so, yeah, shiny black people are very concerning to me right now. <laughs> I call them shiny, glittery black people because, <laughs> you know, they say the right things, but they detest the poor. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all are some dangerous ass motherfuckers, because that means you can be bought. I don't, I don't like people that can people, be bought. Yeah, that's just, and that's, that's what that's I the need thing to say. about I don't fuck with money. The thing about like what I've learned about money in my lifetime is, you you respect money, but you never worship it. Never worship that shit. You don't. Yeah, you, don't you have to respect it, it though. You must respect. Yeah, money. but you must don't, don't worship money. it. And, and I've seen it around, like you, like you know, like, as you said, like it's never had a. a, a a really positive impact on you like mm-hmm. on your spiritual and shit like Never. that like you know like yeah you can get nice things mm-hmm. and you can, but, but like in the end it, it what some people are willing to do for it mm-hmm. destroys you really exactly. at the end and so. who they're willing to leave behind mm-hmm. is important yeah so so but yeah but i have to really like i've really been looking at myself because i'm and i'm not telling i'm not saying that i shouldn't mm-hmm. you know grab the opportunities that come mm-hmm. my way but but it's just like you know what don't you know don't yeah. forget don't like, forget. be careful stay don't get close too to caught up people. yeah stay close to the hood i know that sounds like really generic and it sounds corny but like it's because it, oh god it's so crazy though but, but mm-hmm. like on, on, on like on the other hand i mean it's different for me as a woman or whatever mm-hmm. but like even for men like when men leave the hood, mm. they say, "Yo, you know what? Don't come back because mm. the hood don't love you." Right. So it, the hood will. You know, so many people that I I've known of that they come, they right. are successful, whatever, and then they come back and mm-hmm. then they get shot and killed. Right. You know, and like, the hood it, doesn't it, it's love so, you because yeah. of how you come back to the hood. Right. Right. You, it's exactly. If you come back to the hood <laughs> worshiping money, no, the hood doesn't love you. And right, it gets back to that. So to the worshiping money. Do you know what money. I'm saying? Like I would. I can go because you the make hood. you have you, Nobody, you create envy and, exactly. and and you know exactly yeah and people want to snatch that power or exactly. or if I don't have it you why should you have it exactly if yeah. you don't come to the hood and resonate some sense of like mm-hmm. empowerment right then exactly. that's a problem so that's it yeah. that's all I'm saying that's what I'm trying to say that's what I'm trying to say about yeah that. no I agree so, it's just it's it's you yeah. know it's it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame yeah. and now like I've I've really been learning to step out of the frame right. and, and look at you know look at right. my picture and who's in it and who yeah. should be in it and why so like it's just it's a very I don't know it's a very weird yeah. phase in my life <laughs> yeah yeah it is this is a very weird phase for me mm-hmm. as well like definitely so, and it's a weird yeah. time it's also having had to leave college at a similar time I'm also thinking a lot about like young people particularly like traditional college age people at this time even those who might have to leave school right now, maybe because of a financial burden, like a lot of people don't realize, but like not that like basically 10 years ago, a little more, I forgot when, yeah, in 2008, um, what is it? It's 2017. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So basically a decade ago, um, when we had our first crash, um, I had to leave school. So, and that was like a financial devastation for my family as well as health issues for me. But that was Bush and so it was very similar political climate. It was very similar economic climate. 
You know what and, makes it, I'm sorry not yeah, to cut you off, no. but like what, what adds to it even mm. more to like these days, mm. fucking media, like oh social media and, and the social everything. media wasn't what it was. And this is what I'm saying. So like the so political climate then was crazy, exactly. but now it's like, and it's no, it's scary. super crazy. This is what's nuts to me. <laughs> this is what drives me crazy. So at that time, there wasn't social media as there, like there was today. So people really were in the dark as to what the fuck was going on. And it really like took people... Like, it really took people off guard, like, and that's why so many people lost so tragically um, the way they did. But now people see, like, oh, we saw that Trump, one of the first things he did was, like, make cuts to the housing, federal housing Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. stuff, um, grants, or the programming that they were doing for housing benefits and mortgages, you know? So people see what he's doing, but these are the same things that the Bush administration was doing when I was in school, um... And during the second term of his presidency. And no one's going to stop Trump's administration mm-hmm. from doing it. Like, y- people have to realize this, and people are going to tell me, like, I'm being pessimistic. Y'all aren't going to stop him from doing it because what's going, what, you, what is going to be required of, to stop him would literally be, like, an overthrow of his entire administration. Right. And the United States... He's already replaced everyone. He's replaced everyone, <laughs> and everyone coming behind him, whether it's Pence, whether it's fucking Ryan, is going to be worse. So I don't believe that, the one, the liberal um, population and even the farther left population is even prepared for what that would look like because, to me, that would be, like, an all-out war. Like, that's what literally, like street war would look like like that's what like throwing hands with the police would look like that's what gangster shit on the like fighting territory would look like mm-hmm. on the street um which is what's been criminalized which is why they've militarized the police because this is what this has been escalating towards so i don't think people are prepared for that and also i also feel like this is also a time to accept the fact that his following, like people keep posting these stupid ass memes saying like, oh, aren't you aren't you regretting that you voted for Trump? Yes, there was a huge population of people mm-hmm. who regret, but there is a, hu- a large population who knew exactly what the fuck he was going to do, who are very happy he's doing exactly right. what he's doing, who would love it to be Nazi Germany. Like, right. except that there are people in this like, country who want me to be in a gas a, chamber. As you said, that he is um, he is a representation or uh, of... of or the personification of America's core values. Core values. So, so he, what the fuck? This so is... why y'all pretending the outrage? Like, people want us dead. People <laughs> want certain people in this country out and in the gas chamber dead. Like, Nazi Germany wasn't some surprise where people were like, oh, maybe we should try the gas chambers. No, they, they were happy to see people dying because mm-hmm. they did not see value in their lives. That's why the Black Lives Matter movement is fucking happening. Is happening. So I just am like... I, the, it just... I, I get... Fucking like I I was have, I was going on a tirade on Facebook a couple of days ago and I was like and I started deleting shit I I delete a lot of my shit because I'm just like I'm having an emotional time. it's emotional I yeah. need to get this shit off there and I was just like what am I saying really and like who's really listening and like who's it for but like yeah I'm I'm also just gonna be on social media less unless I'm promoting something or pushing something uh, yeah it's it's too I'm many tired. it's too many energies it's too many draining. energies yeah. it's too many fucking energies and like it's just fucking frustrating. So. And it's like, right, I'm at the point where, like, and I need to really look into this. If you know of any, please let me know. But, like, I need news source, like, unbiased news source. Mm. Like, even if, 
like you know even if the person disagrees with what Trump is doing or mm. agrees like I don't want I don't just give me the facts right you know I mean I know I can find right. that kind of stuff out there but it, it's so difficult with media because when when people write about things right they always it's yeah. it's biased and it's you know it's yeah. tied into their opinion I think everything's so like biased mm-hmm. in a sense but I definitely feel like democracy now is a great news source in the sense that they're what they're presenting to you whether you want to say it's biased or not is fact the fuck checked like you can't argue with the factual information that they're giving you okay the fact that that leans towards like a more liberal left wing thing yeah what does that say i ain't gonna be the judge (laughs) i'm not gonna be the judge of that um other than democracy now i don't know i'm sure there are many other no there it's just sifting yeah i also just like listening like podcasts a pile of shit yeah 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 People who just keep their pulse on what the fuck is going on. Right. This is a viable but, and, but you know what? That's another thing for me, <laughs> like, too. Like, it's... Yeah. With so much that... With me just trying to keep up with my own life. And then, like, every time... Every day I go into social... Social media is funny, though. Like, a lot of people, they're just really activists for the day. Yeah. And then... Activists they, for the day. Exactly. <laughs> they just tweet over. And let me take shit. that back. This is... I'm not a... I'm not trying to claim that I have done the work of journalism and I have studied <laughs> that art. I know what they do is, like... A research method and I know all that I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that <laughs> I know no I'm yeah. just I mean I don't know cause I like for me personally it's like I, I like I'm not sure I don't know it's like best case scenario this is politics as usual but then another mm-hmm. part of me is it, you know is sort of afraid but a lot of that fear stems from the energies mm. that I, you know, that I come across online because mm-hmm. everyone is creating this, oh my God, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's, you know, it's just a lot. And mm-hmm. so like I, I get to the point where I just ignore it all because I don't, who wants to, yeah who wants to feel anxious? Like, and you know, I've already, I'm What's new to this for whole, you? Yeah, yeah, anxiety yeah. thing. So. And at this point you can source your own news, you know, you don't need to, unless you want to be updated. Like I'm the type of person who always likes to be updated and likes to know what the hell is going on because I like information like that yeah, mm-hmm. about news specifically, like daily news. But, um, yeah, but it's overwhelming at this point. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to, he's going to keep disappointing us. But, I mean, you know. And it's also hypocritical because Obama was doing a lot of vile shit as well. But, like, mm. what? <laughs> he looked prettier. <laughs> That's all it is. You it's know? America. He wasn't rolling back our benefits, but... He also was killing a lot of people and making it an unstable world for a lot of people internationally and fucking over a lot of black lives internationally mm-hmm. um, while prioritizing, you know, those that only benefited the United States financial interests. But we're not going to talk about that because people might fight me. So, <laughs> yes, girl, don't come at the Obamas. You know, don't come so at people, Obamas. Yeah. So let me not say anything, you know, you know. Oh, man. So now that they're protesting, we, gotta, we love them. <laughs> Isn't that IRA like the IRA, you know, he was in pres as a president, he couldn't protest it, but now that he's protest like I just uh, human beings. I mean this this, this whole structure and like this like this right. whole American stru- structure is That's why that's why I'm like don't talk shit about Gemini's. Like Gemini that's what a Gem that's that's the Gemini. Yeah. Like the Gemini, you know, will clap for the for I mean, you. His this Twitter obsession yeah. though, and I didn't know he was as old as sometimes I am afraid he's gonna he's a tweet away a from World War Three. Like classic tyrant. <laughs> like you gotta chill, Trump. Because if he doesn't have Twitter, what does he have? Mm-hmm. He has the news representing him. And he doesn't want the news representing yeah, him. Yeah, that yeah, that he fake news. The fake news. So <laughs> he can go there and say any fuck shit that he wants and claim that it's real and we have to his people. Yeah. So yeah, he's a fucking dictator. Right. So 
I said it. Come definitely, for me. Definitely not no president. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> oh, that was that's all right. <laughs> How about Catch that, Trump? Catch, Catch me in East New York. Come find me. <laughs> Come find me. It'll be easier, too, because the hipsters are coming. Mm. So I'm about to fuck it up. Did you hear about this? What's that? East New York is being taken. By? By white people. <gasps> no! <laughs> yeah, developers have marked East New York as a new hot upcoming neighborhood, y'all. I mean, I gotta buy a brownstone or something. Buy something. Yeah. That's crazy, man. This is a good time Fucking to buy in East, East New, New York, York, y'all, if you want to gentrify <laughs> it nice and early. And this is everywhere. This is, they really taking everything. They're taking everything and... I remember people expect? never even want to go to East New York. And now nope. it's like, yeah, who want to go to East When I lived New in York? East New York, I didn't want to live in East New York. <laughs> exactly. And now I'm like, look at that. And the sad part is when I was in East New York, it was at a time when stop and frisk was and broken windows was still in implementation. And my brother-in-law knew exactly when the police were going to come and stop them. They knew when they knew the officers names, the officers knew their names. Like it felt like one of the worst like situations to pop. That's how Jay Z said it in one of his yep. songs. Like he said, "Cop cars, we learn them. We learn." So it is. You just you know you everything know. about and the, the officers police knew. Yeah. The officers mm-hmm. knew them too. They knew them by first name basis, and and that was also an area that many people were foreclosed upon by the um, mortgages. You know, a lot of people lost their houses. There was a lot of like subprime loans offered in those neighborhoods, and so a lot of people lost their houses um, during the housing um, crash. So now it's up for grabs. Lots of property mm-hmm. right there, and it's near near the water. So, look at that. I gotta. I didn't see y'all protesting. I'm like, I'm like, let me look into that. Like, I got money. Yeah. Oh, it's a good time. It's a good time. I'm sure the prices have surged though. So, right. if you're gonna go, go now. Yeah, the Bronx is gone. That's a wrap. I rem- Oh my god, I remember. I, like, my I always haven. felt once the Bronx went and East New York went, it's a wrap. Yeah, New York's a wrap. The soul is gone. Where are we going? Where like where are people going? What, where are people going? Question. What, what, oh, prison and, and underground. Where do people go <laughs> when they become displaced from their homes and they don't have the resources to relocate? Mm. What happens? Like, it's like, I'm, where have <laughs> they been going? I'm, I'm looking at the microphone like, y'all, like someone's <laughs> going to answer me. What happens, y'all? And I also have another question. If you're living in New York and you... Work there, you make your money, you thrive there, and you are, you know, raising raising your hands up for Black Lives Matter. You believe in these protests. Are you also considering organizing in these neighborhoods that are being essentially wiped away from the surface of the map? Like, if you aren't considering organizing in East New York, if you aren't considering organizing in the Bronx, if you aren't considering organizing in Jamaica, Queens... I don't know what the fuck you're doing, and I don't know why the fuck you went to a women's march, because there are women there, and there are communities and families there who desperately need your help. So that's why I go on my little tirades on social media sometimes, and it looks like I'm having some sort of mental breakdown, because I fucking am, because I don't really understand what the fuck people are doing out here, because really, right around your corner, because I know a lot of y'all are real fucking cute in best eye right now. Shout out to my pops in best eye. But I know a lot of y'all are real fucking cute in best eye right now. But y'all don't want to go to fucking East New York and talk to nobody and actually. No, no, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop there. Let me I mean, you know, and that, 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 this, it ties back to what we were saying earlier. Like, a lot, we have to. 
we have to use because you know we whether them. we want to admit it or not, we are in positions of mm. we're we're in positions of privilege right mm-hmm. now. You know, not even right now, but we're mm-hmm. we're getting there. So mm-hmm. we just we have to do that to mm-hmm. we got to do something. And we also need like, to not only solely rely on these institutions, rely on the art it's, institutions, it, you know what we need? the learning yes. institutions to provide the framework, to provide the structures for us to intervene and do the work. I just wish there was more interdependency, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. within communities of color. Because, you know, a lot of people, like, we just, everybody just wants to be independent. Like, just worry about right. themselves, get my own money, let me right. get me my, you know, but it's but, like... But they will come through for artists and, or people outside the communities in more affluent neighborhoods because yeah. of this worship of material yeah. and because of this worship I hear, of glitter. You know, I hear Atlanta is, is very interdependent, yeah. though. It like, is, and more, but it's all, also... Yeah. Um, as far as um, wealth, okay. like very different in terms of like they have a, a larger black middle class. You yeah, know right. The like, cost of living is something. It's not New York. It's not New York. <laughs> it's not New York. There's not this dis, you know, this huge gap. I yeah. Feel like. So that's something I would love to see change because it's only going to get worse in New York. And I could tell you right now, they're going to come for you if you're in close proximity to them. So you better get to know your neighbors. Let me stop sending all these doomsday messages to people. <laughs> I'm dead ass, y'all. Yes. No, you need to. You know, to. call me a crazy Gemini all you want, but it, it, it's, it's a crazy Gemini can ruin the world and a crazy one can save it too. So mm-hmm. I'm just letting y'all know right now, you should know who the fuck your neighbors are. They will be the people you need to know when Trump's militarized fucking police come knocking on your door asking you what you posted on social media last week. You need to know who your neighbors are. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Like, he's already... Mm-hmm. Like he he already kind of um, is going against the whole separate state mm-hmm. versus um, mm-hmm. church thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it seems like it's no longer a conflation. But yep, th- that's the next thing is going to be freedom of speech. Yep, because isn't coming he for, isn't he putting in executive energy? Yeah, yeah like he's yeah. coming mm-hmm. for protests. I think like yeah, all this, all of it, all of it, all of it. What the so. fuck? Who's coming after him? Because now, at this point, they, it's, they, I think they're going to just get worse and worse. It's going like, to get worse. And the thing is, if you come for him, you then need to come for... You don't need to come for Trump. You need to come for his whole administration. Yeah. these aren't he, even he's, his he's ideas. opened that door. So now people are like, like, it's just going to be... Get worse. I need to get out of here. <laughs> and then you're like, I got to get out of here. I, gotta, I, I just got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, nah. Like, Where can you like, go? Right, but think about it. So then, so then, here's my question, and that's why I always return back to like, okay, where your people, where you know, know your people. Mm -hmm. Where do you, where, where where are you really safe then? I think it's an illusion to think, okay, you're safe with the wealthy people because they have the money, so they can like protect themselves. I don't. Oh no, I was thinking about like, I don't know. Somewhere in the forest in Latin America. Oh yeah, if you leave the country. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I'm the, talking about the fuck out of America is a good idea. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking yeah. about you know living a, yes. a simplistic lifestyle yes. somewhere. Sure. <laughs> outside sure. of the country, that's what I'm talking about. Because I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But in terms of urban spaces, yeah, nah, nah. Know your people. Know your people, because they will be there. They're they're the ones who will actually protect you when it comes down to it. And if you think I'm I'm being dramatic, look at Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. Look at where the resistance happened. So, oh. on that note, 
That's some hood politics for you. Yeah, it's a nice bedtime story. <laughs> Before I go to bed later. You should leave this on a more positive note. I feel like, I mean, that wasn't negative. No, it all wasn't negative at all. Things, like, yeah. Listen, even in destructive, like, situations, beauty, you know. I I, I, I love happen. witnessing the glimpses the glimpses of humanity. Exactly. So that, like, in social media, like, I had, like, you know, it, it that, that does give me hope. I'm totally. just like, you know. And seeing people try to create things out of this and, like, the art that mm-hmm. is being created. Like, there is a beauty to, like, all of the creative, like, um, work that is coming out of this despair and honestly like sometimes in the worst of times that's when you see people like produce some of the best music and not that that's because of it but people are inspired no, but it's to true. give like to do art something. comes from yeah. feeling and, yeah. and the strongest feeling sometimes you know yeah. fear anger exactly you know? are the quote-unquote more yeah. negative feeling negative. but it's not or really just negative to have just, joy yeah. and search for joy being mm-hmm. inspired to like yeah. find joy in a situation right. yeah and it's inspiring for any sci-fi fans who really want to look to like some of like how this can ultimately like result in like more of like futuristic outcomes. Like it's an it's it's an interesting time to theorize about like what the future could look like. Did you for um us. you well we came in the same year so you probably yeah. have read it too the collapse of Western civilization. I they, didn't read it. You didn't read it. No. it, it you should. Okay. Did yeah. they talk about this? Well, it's more about um climate change and shit okay. and and what the what the world will the year was. It's three hundred years from like twenty and two. 2313 or something like that yeah. but the book is written from that time as if okay. all right this is what's going on and you know it just discusses what climate change does to the world and right. how like like how how the roman and, and mayan empires like the difference between their collapse and ours is that ours not only could have been prevented it but it was foretold but mm. we ignored it anyway mm-hmm. and that that you know caused our collapse and then also how really and truly the people who suffered the most or or died were the poor people Mm -hmm. because you know the people who had resources or money they moved Mm -hmm. to where it was safe whereas Mm -hmm. the poor people we just had to stay where we were and and, you know it really affected us but it's it's a really like it it, it discusses fossil fuels the the market crash like it's just so dope because it's like but if you in also, real time, yeah, and also to but to piggyback off that and to think about like what survival looks like for rich in like these future times, like if you think about some of like how we think about sci-fi and the rich in the future, it's never a forgiving image of the rich in the future. It's always like a very disturbing image of like hoarding, disgusting. That like, remind like that what's that movie? Um, which one? Uh, with the with Katniss with the bow and arrow. Hunger yeah, in the Hunger Games, like, like how they the poor people are just the more they, they're the more to, but like yes. the rich are like there's not just spiritually sick, but they're psychologically ill as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Like if there's not no one wins. Yeah, you know what just, I mean. Yeah. It's all a suicidal game. So yeah, seriously, just, but in terms of survival and in terms of like who is like thinking about like survival in like an ingenious way, I think like look at Cuba like not to extend this too long, but you look at what they've done in terms of, like, sustainability and, like, using, like, resources and, like, recycling and upcycling. Like, they have taken things, materials, and, like, the lack of materials and really done what we are trying to do in terms of sustainability, right? Mm -hmm. You don't need to, like, be... to look to new, like, technology to think about sustainability. You can just ask the poor how they've been doing it. Yeah, You've been doing a, it forever. Because we are resourceful as as fuck. <laughs> ask poor people how to survive. They will teach mm-hmm. you how to do it. And so that's really what I'm trying to say. Like in these times, if you want to look for inspiration for how to get through and how to move through, you really should look to how the poor are doing and for how these communities are doing. And we really should be supporting them because there's no reason why they need to be suffering. Right. There's no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's because so. this is that's a, the like attitude mm-hmm. of. 
that's that attitude of scarcity versus attitude of abundance. Exactly. And the majority of, of the world or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. the Western world at least, they have that attitude of scarcity. Like, exactly. we don't have enough, there's not enough, we can't share because there's exactly. not enough for everyone to have. And it's just like, that's so far from the fucking truth. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and no one, and no one in, you know, at the Capitol saves the day. Sorry. Yeah, it's Katniss. I mean, fuck Katniss. She wasn't that brilliant, but it's not one of <laughs> so y'all. I like Katniss. It's not a glittery bitch yeah. that comes and saves the day. Sorry. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just saying. Um. Anyway. Well, yeah. Well. All right, y'all. See you next time. <laughs> that was a lot for you guys, probably. So yeah, it's good that we keep it. Um. We need to get it out at though. this time. So yeah. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.